I'm Rob. I am Dirk. I'm Ben. I'm Frank. We're geeks who talk about metal. Hello, good evening, and good morning, wherever you are, metalheads. And this is the second episode of uh, Geeks Talk About Metal. And uh, with me, I have uh, Rob. Hello, we made it to number two. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, uh, Dirk. Yeah, hello. And last but not least, I have Ben. Up the irons. Hi, how are you doing, guys? <laughs> it's been a stressful week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think for all of us. I've had better weeks. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy to sit here now, talk to you about metal, and have a beer. Yes, same here. On the other hand, it's also been a good week because I started rehearsing with my band again. Ah, great. We decided that as schools are opening again in Berlin and restaurants are opening, there is no reason why we should not meet up and make some noise. Yeah, that's a good catch. So we're quite happy that this started again. Okay. I think, I don't know what you feel like, but for me, May was, music-wise, really a great month. There were so many great releases last month. Incredible. Definitely. And at least for me, it was really hard to pick only one that I want to talk about. And I think we have a a very good selection this time, though not very much noise or extreme metal but a very very good selection of albums this time that i really enjoy talking to you about yeah, yeah. so name the name the albums ben ben uh, give us yeah. a give us a rundown of okay. the albums yeah of course uh rob has picked one of my favorite releases this month uh, the new catatonia album that mm-hmm. i really think is a great album um frank picked an album that really surprised me because i didn't expect such a great album, the latest release of uh, Paradise Lost. Yes. Um, Dirk came up with Mekong Delta, <laughs> which is a release I didn't totally didn't have on my map, and I, I really enjoyed it. And the album I would like to bring to you today is Caligula's Horse, which is uh, a band I really, really fancy, and I really dig their new release. So, great albums. Shall we get rolling? Doug? Yeah, okay. Would you like to tell us about Mekong Delta? Why did you pick them? Why did I pick them? Well, okay, that's really um, really a funny thing. So um, I was only aware of the band name Mekong Delta, but never listened to one of the albums before. So when I started listening to metal and uh, I went to the record shop in the past, I just crawled through um, the shelves. What are... What is available? What bands are there? And I always stumbled across Mekong Delta, and I thought, yes. uh, weird band name, weird logo. What is it? Some kind of crappy death metal or so? At that time, I had no idea. I have to confess. And I only saw the cover, the band name. I thought, uh, that's nothing for you. But now, Many, many years later, we have the year 2020, and it was May, and I had no idea which album to pick. 
same um, problem as Ben had. There were so many releases and I really stumbled across Mekong Delta and I thought, well, why not give it a try then? Just listen to the album and see what's happening and talk about the album. And it was a really big surprise for me that this band is more a progressive metal band, which also mm -hmm. combines classic influence or also has classic influences but also thrash elements in their songs and also a funny a funny side fact this band is from my new hometown felbert and they're already <laughs> 35 years in business Bam. but that they are from felbert that's really interesting so i have to track these guys i have to meet them i have to have a beer with them okay so what really happened yeah. was hey. dirk's neighbor handed him the record and said well talk about that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well but not my direct neighbor well never mind other story yeah so um if if, if you have a beer with them give me a call i will come <laughs> i'll uh i'll keep that in mind be be because of beer <laughs> because of beer yes yeah. for me uh mekong delta was also always a band i i knew they were there i had listened to a few of their albums but they were not so present as many other bands right right i think it's uh i just uh read a bit uh, through the band's history and i think in the past um they were always a quite complicated band you um do not uh, got into the music quite easily. But that's also the thing with the um, with the recent album, Tales from a Future Past. So first of all, that is not an album for just one go. It does, doesn't yeah. work if you just listen to the album one time. No, no, no chance. Um, since the band no. um, likes to combine the thrash metal, progressive metal and classic parts, um, it is also not uh, that easy to, um, or that's the reason because it's not um, that easy to listen to that album. And I su suggest um, listen to the album two to three times, and then the album really works out. Actually, yeah, I had the feeling somehow this album worked for me pretty fast because hearing it. There was there was one reference that sprang to mind immediately for me, and that was Nevermore. There were so many parts yeah. where mm -hmm. the drumming and the riffing and the synchronous like on the right, the ding 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 the ding, and the, the synchronous riffing with that. It was so Nevermore for me. It was like, whoa, what's happening here? That's also the production sounds a lot like the the back in the days and still today modern fresh sound that that Nevermore coined. Kind of. And yeah, right. I, I really, really like that. Like from the first go, I really felt, okay, this is really a great album that I really enjoy. Yeah. So one thing um, I also recognize that um, the whole band, they hit the mark every time. So they're so good and so technically, um, how should I uh, explain it? Yeah. They just have a perfect timing and it's not... Um, that they're doing easy stuff with their instruments. So the songs are also quite complex, I have to confess. For me, um, how, could, um, how should I uh, explain it? Um, well, le let me just talk about a bit about the, um, the opener song, uh, Metal Entropy. That's really a nice track, which um, reflects quite good what uh, this album contains. It's a good composed progressive metal song. And... Um, that's um, 
not already a summary of what you have to expect from the whole album because there are tracks on the at a later time on the uh, album which um, completely shift to another direction regarding the uh, classic parts and so on but uh, altogether I have to say it really um, surprised me especially because I never listened to Mekong Delta before I really have to say that where I had some difficulties but only first time hearing the song was um, Colony of Liar Men it it has to do with the um, yeah I'd say difficult rhythm, especially at the end. This ba 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 ba. I can't explain. You have to listen to it. It was really weird, but on the other hand, double bass parts were quite cool and just went straight forward and it was really great. But one thing I found a bit um, annoying. Um, I'm not quite sure if you recognize it as well, was the keyboard sound. It sounded a bit strange, mm. weird. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of a, ah, Rob has to help me, um, a spinet, 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 German. So this weird piano stuff, which sounds a bit higher from the tones, spinet. Mm. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, so this um, old, piano style instrument which you often if you hear it you often combine with Mozart although it won't be Mozart at all but yeah I think this was one of the uh, sounds um, or, or keyboard sounds I really did not like but on the other hand um, the keyboard parts aren't that present compared to the other instruments so yeah it's still okay and yeah, I think it also has to do um, with the uh, fact that the band likes to melt in the classic parts into their tracks. And maybe mm. that's the reason they sh um, choose that kind of sound. Yeah, so spinet is, is, a, is a harpsichord. Yeah, it, okay, yes. It, it is literally just called, called, a, called a spinet, um, which I, I didn't know. So I've learned things. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really glad that you liked it. Because I didn't like it at all. Oh, <laughs> there are always it, two sides uh, of a coin. <laughs> dreamy, boring. It didn't grab me. I kept wanting it to 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 get going. It was like um, I guess like dream theater. Dream theater probably. Yeah, and, a, some, I, and some. Yeah, I I think they're better than dream dream theater though. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, it, it literally, it, it, it didn't, it didn't get me. It didn't have the rhythm. I didn't enjoy the, the classical parts. The instrumentals didn't really catch me either. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask Frank what he thought of it. Well, um, yeah, I think I um, didn't hear it too often to give it a good, um, a good note or to, to enjoy it very much. I think. Um, Dirk is right in saying that it has to take uh, some time uh, to hear into this into this uh, album. I just um, tried to hear it um, while driving from uh, Essen home, and I couldn't stand it more than one song, and then I just skipped it. Oh. But um, right now I'm hearing um, one or two songs, and um, 
right now I like the songs. So for example, um, I, I hear Mind Eater, which which I really I really like. Yep. Maybe. Maybe maybe you have to uh, give it um, more than one try, as did said. Oh, I'm mean, I've so I my my what I do is I um I have the the Spotify um, playlist and yeah. uh, whilst I'm yeah. working when I'm not on calls, um, when I don't really need to concentrate hard on stuff as well, I'll I'll have um the these playlists that we we create just sat on on repeat so mm. they 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 just go through so i've I, you know it's is definitely been around and around several times and i and i have quite honestly found okay. myself just going uh we're back to this again skip 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 and to me that's the <laughs> yeah, okay. that's the thing whereas like like last month uh night nightwish just it got to a point it's like oh this, <laughs> this is just the yeah. same and I'll just keep going. I enjoyed some yeah. of the songs, but it was like I can't listen to the whole album again and again. This one, it was like I'd get three or four songs in, and, and like, nah, I'm, I just it just it just doesn't mm -hmm. grab me, you know. And and it, it's okay. each to their own, you know. It's, it's fair enough, but it's just not it's not one for me. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Frank already mentioned one of the two tracks I would recommend for this album. So uh, yeah, <laughs> really, Mind Eater, because mm -hmm. it's a quite compact song and a bit faster compared to the others and the second one that's the longest track on the album so the song when all hope is gone it's a nearly 10 minute track this song is really epic dramatic core arrangements no happy parts but all melancholic parts that will really take you down to the abyss listen to it okay then Maybe Frank picked a release that Rob enjoyed more. Maybe, maybe not. We will see. So the release I picked this uh, this month is the new album from Paradise Lost, which is called Obsidian. And uh, Paradise Lost is, uh, as as on on the one hand, uh, now with uh, with Mekong Delta we had a German band, and now we are uh, um, we are changing to. Um, to British band because Paradise Lost uh, are coming from Halifax in West Yorkshire. And um, well, one of my favorite albums of Paradise Lost is Draconian Times, which I listened uh, to quite uh, heavily in 1995. And um, well, I, I have to say I enjoyed the uh, new Paradise Lost album very much. So they have really, really, um, different songs on it, on it and uh, really some songs i i really like for example what i what i really like is the um, beginning of defiler which is some um, some um, guitar riffs and really 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 uh, got me yeah i think this is this is not the you the the, the um, common album i would listen to i would more listen to Things from uh, Megadeth, Metallica, Testament, something like this. But I really like to, to listen to the album because, for sure, it's not trash metal, but uh, it's it's more like uh, more like gothic or goth. doom metal or something like yeah. this. And it's goth. Really, yeah. It's goth so metal. Frank right. just discovered yeah. this that there is metal beyond thrash metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did did you think about the about the album, Rob? Ah, so this, I wish I'd chosen this album. 
okay. this, this was Sisters of Mercy. This was uh, Field to the Nephilim. Yeah. You know, this is the something like the music that I would have listened to when I was 17, 18, 19, that sort of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sister of Mercy, that that vocal is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really yeah. love that heavy, deep, booming. Girl. It's fantastic. I yeah. love it. Um, so I, I really, I really did um, enjoy this and, and kept going back and listening to what? particularly The Devil Embraced, actually. When the album came out, I listened to it in my house and I really turned it uh, turned the volume up high mm. and uh, it really, really was rocking um, um, the, whole, the whole area here and the house was shaky. It was really, really, was really awesome. I was, I was a bit surprised by Obsidian because, to be honest, the last three releases, four releases of Paradise Lost, I personally found mostly boring yeah that were quite quite weak albums right yeah and yeah this album got rid of most of the weaknesses of the last albums while adding some new old elements that really spice it up that i really enjoyed yeah i really um liked um the um the first track of the album so I, i did not expect anything by paradise lost anymore because as ben said um the last albums were very boring and i really mm-hmm. lost focus on paradise lost years ago but um when i listened to um the new album and the first track darker swords started i thought holy mm-hmm. moly yeah. what a great start really i never expected yes. that paradise lost will be will get back to well, I would say not the full old strength, but the opener track was and is really mind blowing for me. I really, I have to confess, yeah. I had a smile on my face when I heard the growls by Nick Holmes. Awesome. Yeah. Cool album. I really enjoy that. And now I'm, I think, on the very hard uh, position to select two songs to hear from this album. Ooh. I will rather go, I think. I will go for Ghosts, which is a really, really cool song. And mm-hmm. of course, as Dirk said, Darker Thoughts is really, yeah. really great as well. Although although I I really like the um, start of Defiler as well. So it's, it's, it's really hard. But I think um, on, the, on, on the other hand, if you have Spotify, go for the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost is a great sound. <clears throat> it's a great, great, great song. Yeah. Okay, then um, let's, let's move from, from Britain to Australia. Um, the band i picked this time is a band that i really i've been following for quite some years now that i really enjoy uh caligula's horse i guess for many they might be a bit too uh maybe not let me phrase differently for many they might not be straight enough because they always enjoy playing with rhythm and having melody lines that contrast Mm. the rhythms and having like those those riffs that leave endings open that are are contrasted by flowing vocals and i i really like that style of progressive music that they, mm. they play and uh so was i had high hopes for uh, rise uh, radiant for for the new album and i must say for for my taste i 
totally was not uh, disappointed. From from the first few bars of, of the first song, yeah. I had I had goosebumps. It was just grabbed me. It was just like the music I needed to to like pick me up and get me into like also get me into focus to be able to immerse in music. And that's mm. what this kind mm. of music does for me. And that's something I really really enjoy a lot. So I really mm. like that album. For me, as I said, the 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 things the thing is they they play progressive music, progressive metal. But they don't play the kind of progressive metal where you have the contest on of who can play the most notes in one bar. It's <laughs> yeah, more the kind point. of progressive metal that's, that lives off progressive structures than of uh, many notes. And that's something I, I yeah. really, really like about them. And I'm, I really I really enjoy what they do. And so um, for me, this was, this was an album I really anticipated and I, I really enjoyed it just came out uh, a week ago and mm -hmm. i've been listening to it since then and i i really like i really it's just something i can can just immerse in so uh yeah frank what do you think about it yeah i like it as well and i i don't would like would would say if, if, if you play it to me and uh, don't uh, say what band it is or what genre it is i wouldn't the most most of the time i wouldn't think that this was metal but on the other hand um it there, there are really great songs on it and are you questioning my um, metalness Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're not true. Yeah. You are not so. I'm sorry, true. Frank's no, connection just got. <laughs> Frank just got disconnected. So sorry. We'll have to continue without him. Uh, so wrong. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I, 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 uh, I thought I, I said that this is nothing you would uh, usually expect if someone will say, "Well, this is a metal album." This is nothing you would usually expect to hear, but. Um, on the other hand, I, um, it, I, it, it doesn't say that this isn't a great album. I like it very much, and um, there are there are some passages for, from some slower songs which remind me of uh, Poets of the Fall, and I really I really got um, I, I think I, I heard it uh, three or four times uh, by now. Yeah, and I like it really. It's really cool, a really cool album. Um, and I can I can also recommend it to to the, for the listeners to listen to. Yeah, yeah I, that's really I, so right. I, I love the start. I love the that intro. The first the first song was the Tempest. Yeah, and that kicked in, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah, I really, I Goosebumps. really like, yeah, really, yeah, really going. Um, but it was interesting because this month's been very we we've been very prog. Yeah. It's been a very yep. prog month yes. of, yeah. of, of albums that we've chosen. And and I've got to be honest, this made me think of Genesis and then Peter Gabriel. And that was before the yeah. cover. <laughs> and yep. when the cover came in, I'm like, holy yeah. crowley, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. But um, as I was sat yeah. listening to it the first time and I was like, you know, just just noting down, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, this is just Genesis. This is this is Peter Gabriel. He sounds like Peter Gabriel. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh. And then they cover a Peter Gabriel song. Yeah. Um, so it's not metal. It's very much on the prog side of it. But it, yeah. it for all of that, it is is still it is still a good album. Yes. I actually sometimes for me it feels like, as you said, that there are references to Peter Gabriel in in the especially in the vocals. Uh -huh. And um, mm. for me, it's it's like Peter Gabriel 
teaming up with some great metal riffs and metal guitars. Mm. That's a combination I, I quite enjoy. Yeah, it was a, it was a much uh, a much calmer uh, four albums worth. And like this week, I could have mm. I, I could have really done. In fact, I did actually yep. listen to last month's albums because <laughs> 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 yeah. I didn't need to be calm and prog and going yeah. away with the. So it was an ulcerate mm. week for you. <laughs> yeah, it was an ulcerate week <laughs> and testament. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do still love that testament album. But um, th- this was this was um, uh, a good listen for sure. Yeah. yeah. Dirty it's a really, really, really good prog metal album. And really, thank you, Ben. I wasn't aware of this band until you mentioned them. So, yeah. You, yeah, me neither. You, you named the band in the past. And yeah, I have to listen to them. And yeah, it's really a nice, a good progressive metal album. I like it. I enjoyed it. Um, but just there's one tiny thing I did not like. Um, the bonus tracks as the cover versions, I think they don't match good into the um, uh, into the rest of the album. I, yeah. I've, There's a cut. I have no idea. There's it's it's like it's a bit it's a it's a bit it's yeah right. It's a bit cheesy and it's no it does not match mm. with the rest of the album. So especially the last one, a message to my girl. Uh, no, nah, it doesn't work out for me. <laughs> I agree. That I, I also I also tended to skip the the bonus tracks most of the time. Yeah. But on a, on a nice side note, the I I can re- recommend all the albums of that band. And the first album of Caligula's Horse was released in Germany by uh, a friend of mine who is the owner of Power Metal D of the fanzine that I also write for very rarely and that I do the website for and stuff. And he. Uh, hooked me to Caligula's Horse for the first time. I heard yep. it first with him and he gave me the record and said, listen to that, you'll like that. And that was the, their debut album, their first album. And also that one is, is really good. So as far as songs go for this for this album, I'm I'm a bit tempted to go with The Temptest because it's just so so such a great start to the album. But I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'd rather try to recommend a different song because... Slow Violence was a song that really caught me with the riff and with the melodies they put there. And that, that was a song I really enjoyed a lot. And uh, the second track that I would like to recommend would be uh, Resonate. Those two tracks were, for me, highlights in the album. Mm-hmm. Now, Rob. So we went really, really heavy for the last... No, we didn't. That's a lie. Um... <laughs> 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 So we had uh, Catatonia, um, and I, I, none of these bands um, this month I, I really would say I knew. I'd certainly heard bits and pieces of them around, but I didn't really, really know anything. And this um, this one starts all uh, melodic and, and mm-hmm. gorgeous sort of dives in with this this these great great vocals um yes and the melodies within within this album are, are fantastic it weaves patterns through it I, I i really enjoy the um like i said it's it's not been been the week for 
getting lost in in dreamy music but if it had been this would have been an album that i would have absolutely yes. would would recommend to, to do that it's a it's an album for sitting in the sun and drinking some beer and just just chilling it's 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 fantastic um i really really did enjoy it and it's not all completely you know la-di-da there's there's certainly some some rhythm in there as well yeah the f- the song i would pick i'm gonna wait until you guys have said what you what you think <laughs> okay <laughs> nice yeah so i also uh, enjoyed listening to the uh, recent catatonia album um the opener track uh, was was already quite interesting for me because um it's uh if you listen closely to the arrangement uh, arrangements it's a quite nested complex song and i really like this kind of stuff but the second one uh, behind the blood it is also yeah it is behind the blood yeah that was really a song i really enjoyed but um not because it's a, a normal or a typical catatonia style song but uh, because the, the song re- reminded me a bit of, and you probably will laugh, but it reminded me a bit of um, reminded me a bit of uh, Queensrÿche. So the guitar Ooh. sound at the beginning mm. and then the drums when they start, that was really so. Oh, is it Queensrÿche now or isn't it? So the song is a it's a pendulum between classic metal and progressive metal, and Ooh. I really enjoyed it. I must say I really like catatonia throughout their entire career they've been evolving and changing their style they've parted from metal yeah. from heavier metal long ago and i it's a band that i still can follow on their way because i i enjoy the way they go the way they as as rob said the way the the, the music flows and weaves and they they have these mm. complex arrangements as dirk said but still those yeah. complex arrangements sound so easy and effortless with them it just just mm. all fits together and just all melts together and and it just seems so so effortless yeah. how how all those those patterns and sounds grow together and, and give you this this overall listening experience throughout the the entire album and that's mm. something I, I really like about them and this was also a release i was looking yeah. forward to very very much um for yeah. me the track of the album would probably be lacquer okay i don't know why this is one of the softer songs but somehow it it mm, caught on with me mm. what i really like is uh vanishers this this is a song which is also more like a quieter song and sometimes when i hear it 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 really uh, on on some uh stages remind me on on songs like uh, for example from u2 or something like this Mm. um I don't know. I don't know the um, last album which uh, Wolfgang put on the playlist of, of our uh, other podcast uh, because I'm not a huge U2 fan and I don't follow them and anything but this. But uh, Vanishers really, really sounds a lot like like uh, the songs that Wolfgang put on the on the other playlist and and I really and I really like the songs um, um, from U2 on this playlist. Really and. It's a really great song. Yeah, you two's a you two's a good good show. Um, so actually, yeah. it's it is lacquer. Yeah. Um, it was lacquer or flicker. Um, they were the two. The the like I said, they were just that 
they're that dreamy sunny mm. evening music for me yeah um but i think lacquer just just stole it it was uh it's it's an album that i will go back and listen to again yeah um when i'm yeah, when i'm definitely. when i'm calmer <laughs> as as, <laughs> as almost okay. every catatonia album is for me fun fact uh my next to two, which will start in August, will contain references to Fall of Hearts from Catatonia. Because this is one of the albums I, I really, really like. Yeah, so great albums this month, I think. Very progressive, yes. very mellow, very melodic. Mm -hmm. So next month I'll make sure to pick some uh, death metal just in case Rob's mood requires some more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. We will, we will. I think we should have. We 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 definitely should have something that uh, you know we we we'll get accused of misnaming the podcast. I think if if all four. Uh, yes, frog. exactly. Yeah, who, I who, think we need it. We, so we, need we have to have some yeah. some straight to the face metal. Yeah. Well, we can do that with our classic album this month because oh. there was yeah. an album's birthday this month, which is well, you can't get much more metal than Dio's Holy Diver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, really, really great album. And how old is this album? Is it older than Dirt? Hang on a second. Oh. Hang on, hang on. So, so I think I think all of <laughs> all of the albums when we talk about classic albums, they need to be qualified by are they older than Dirk? <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ho holy oh. diver. Dirk. Uh, <laughs> so apparently, it isn't older than me, but still, it is an old album. But also, it is a milestone of heavy metal. Mm -hmm. Yes. We are now talking a bit about Dio, Holy Diver. Mm -hmm. Holy yeah. Diver. 1983. Yeah, 1983. Now, did you listen to it in 1983? Uh, I was three no. years old, I didn't. <laughs> I, I was five years old, so no. <laughs> Frank, not at that time. <laughs> no, I was. Um, let me let me calculate. I was ten years old, and no. <laughs> oh, dear grief. Um, I me either. To be fair. <laughs> uh, but I probably heard it mm, two years later. I would think, uh, as uh, as we'll okay. as we'll hear about when when we when we talk more in this podcast. You know. The, uh, about yeah. the age of 15, uh, uh, the older brother of one of my friends um, was into all of the metal. So we used to hear all sorts of uh, stuff. That's how I got into, you know, all of the metal that I, that I listened to. Yeah. That's from, from, from those years. But, um, and, and to be honest, I can't, I can never get away from the, the, the title track. <laughs> That's the one that gets me. Yes. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. For me, actually, mm -hmm. I, I I really like the opener, Stand Up and Shout. I mean, yes. What better way mm -hmm. to start a classic heavy metal album than Stand Up and Shout? Right. I, I couldn't think of anything better to start it off. It's, yeah, it, uh, it is fantastic. And and like you say, just a, just a classic. I mean, we've, we've picked two, two great classic albums and these are the things that influence all of this music that we listen to. And, uh, you know, they're the backbone of, of some cracking tunes yeah. that just live and, and, and would fit 
if 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 you heard this album, you know, if, if this was one of the albums we were reviewing this this month from a band that you know it was their second album, you never heard of them. It 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 would still be as good today as it has been for the last damn years. Yeah, in my opinion. I actually uh, saw Dio live with Heaven and Hell in 2009. Oh. And just to to see this incredible voice and this incredible stage presence that he had. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The little man man with the big voice, yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely huge voice. It was so incredibly fascinating like at the at the time i was more into into black thrash and death metal and i was like okay let's let's just watch heaven and hell why not who cares at the festival let's let's just take that one as well because headliner why not and he entered the stage and i was so caught by his entire appearance on the stage and it was so absolutely fascinating i couldn't stop standing there and staring and thinking whoa i can't believe i almost missed that so it was really really great and I, i'm really glad that i i got to saw that show back then so i think i also saw deal uh, together with heaven and hell and it was i think one of his last gigs uh, ever um i can't remember exactly i i still remember it was at the um uh, back in open year, that uh, was open year a few that years was ago. the year I was there. As that well. was 2000. Yeah. yeah, then then I was at the same concert. Yeah, yeah. Then it was uh, the same, it's the same concert, right? Yeah, and I was really happy that I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now comes Rob with the story of how he had a beer with Dio in '85 <laughs> at a show <laughs> where Lemmy <laughs> no. uh, offered them whiskey and. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually struggling to think about if I have actually seen them play live. I honestly, I'm, uh, there, there, there was, there was, there was much beer, and in my, <laughs> in, in my past, um, I'm shocked by this really? revelation. <laughs> when you, when you're a roadie for a band, and when you, you know, go and. Do all this stuff. I saw many bands in in Nottingham, a, a, a club called Rock City, both planned and unplanned performances. And you know, we used to head into London and and go and and see stuff. But I don't remember seeing them. Yeah. So if I did, yeah, maybe maybe alcohol has dimmed my memory. But <laughs> um, I've certainly certainly listened to them a lot. Yeah. So let's um. Let's move on. We we we've kind of, by pure fluke, thrown in a a new sort of uh, topic. Yeah. So we've got our albums of the month, and we've got our classic album that was you know if we can get it, it was released in in the month that we're we're talking about. But we we also managed this month to, by pure pure fluke, just stumble across a new topic and. Yep. It came about because yeah. um, I'm organising PowerShell Conf for you. Uh, I should be um, uh, should. In fact, most of us should be in Lingen right now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Most of us. And then I would have been leaving Lingen on um, 
Sunday and enjoying Deutsche Bahn going over the way to Hanover and it would have been the Parashal Conference of Europe next week. So obviously that's not happening with it being coronavirus land and everything going wrong. So we've been spending trying to turn it into a virtual event of sorts, which has meant a lot of communication. Yeah. And one of the guys that, that I've been talking to is um is called Ben, which is which is a good really? name. Yeah, yeah. Is, he's Best called name. Ben and yeah. It's not Ben Weisman. And <laughs> if Ben Weisman <laughs> would come up in this podcast related to the music that we are talking about, in another context than saying it's not Ben Weisman, I would be very so, surprised. If Ben Weisman will join this podcast, I will drink a whole uh, custom of, uh, of rauch beer. I heard it. <laughs> Oh, really? Dear, Challenge accepted. Dear ben. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What we would like from so you. and we and we need a we we need a referee <laughs> who will, will uh, monitor this. Okay. Anyway, oh, well, Rob, what yeah. I am talking me in, into Rob, now. Uh, so, <laughs> so he's called Ben Reader, uh, and he lives in in Australia, and he's covered in tattoos, uh, and he plays in a band. And um, he he tweets under the name Powers Hell and creates great T-shirts. Yeah. Um, and we were he's a PowerShell conference speaker. He was going to come over from Australia and and do all sorts of complicated things with Microsoft Intune and and PowerShell. And um, we were chatting away about about videos and how can he get it to me and what sort of things and. We're just talking music. Now, at this point, I must also mention that it's, was it Saturday, Ben? I th think, think it so, was Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So it was Saturday and it was about uh, four or five o'clock hour time, which means it's like three in the morning over there. And it was a beautiful Saturday over here. So I'd been sat around drinking beer and, and enjoying the weekend. And so had Ben and, and we we were chatting away and then we just got talking about music and here's the thing that flips us right back to um to our albums that we've been reviewing because we were talking about sisters of mercy because <laughs> um, you know ben's into his goth um so we were talking about uh you know sisters of mercy and the cure and you know all these these other bands that i, I also listened to when i was when i was young because I was the sort of guy that didn't care about being put into a into a, a bucket, you know. So, oh, if you like this, you're not allowed to like that. <laughs> you know what? I like it. It's Prince. He's a, as he says, a small person with a high voice, and and he makes great music, and I love dancing to it. So I'll listen to that if I want to, and then I'll listen to Halloween. So, yeah, I, I listen to <laughs> Cure. You know, I didn't care. Um, so we were we were chatting about that. I mean, he is about fifteen. I, that's a lie. He's probably in his twenties. He's younger than all four of us, certainly. Yeah. Um, so we were we were chatting about bands, and he was like, "Oh, if you like that, maybe you'll like this." And he pinged me over a song, and it was a song from from one of his albums. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I quite like that." And then he pinged me over another one, and I was like, "Hmm, Ben will like that one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I pinged, I pinged that one over in our WhatsApp group and said, Hey, have a listen to this. This is, this is one of our geeks. And, and Ben said, well, why don't we just review this album? It's a geek album. We're geeks talking about metal. And guess what? It fits really well with this month's choice of music. Actually, yeah. video, I guess, because it's metal, but it's goth it's prog it's it's in that it's in that it's in that space and yeah. and and i really like it some of it some Actually, of it's the, a little bit blandy but there were there were two I, bands that you pinged me from him yes um so you you please do the the proper review because you will do it better than i let me let me maybe start with the with the older one that's not active anymore as far as i gathered and i don't mm -hmm. know how to pronounce it Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Saskatchewan, I think, isn't it? I can't pronounce it, but I can listen to it. And I can tell you what I like about <laughs> it. And what this had, this was like, for me, this was this post-hardcore stuff. And it reminded me a lot of... When I, when I first moved to Berlin in the year 2000, I was playing in a punk hardcore band. And we played a show with a Canadian band called Choking Victim that then transformed into another band that was called Leftover Crack. And they had this weird anarcho-style hardcore punk outfit that I really liked. It was really weird stuff going on, and that's what this uh, unspeakable band reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. And that's really great stuff. And that's that would have been something for your mood today, Rob, I think. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. And and then what I what I really liked about the stuff you sent me from Ben, his other band, his newer band, World Sick. Mm -hmm. Um totally different stuff. Totally other approach, totally different approach, but still very original yep. and very great because melancholic, more like sometimes for me it had like a grungy vibe. Like, yeah. if you think of, of, of uh, things like uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Smashing Pumpkins stuff, sometimes mm -hmm. that vibe that they had in their slower songs was in there as well. And The Cure. Yeah, and The Cure, of course. I, I heard a lot of The Cure in there. Yeah. And for me, also, really cool album that, well, album, uh, I think it's an EP with two tracks, but great tracks, really cool music. And I think we should all head over to Bandcamp and buy that stuff because it's just great to support newcomer bands, to support new bands. Yeah. And I, I really like that mm -hmm. that you brought that up here. And uh, so I, I pull my hat to what Ben does there. I really like the music he put out. And I hope that we find lots of other geeks that approach us and say, hey, I have a band too. Listen to this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm always up for listening to music, and and I think so. Are these guys. Um, and I, and the other part of this, I'd, I'd like to say is like, you know, hopefully the Parashell conference happens next year in Hanover, and hopefully Ben will make mm -hmm. something and and come over, and and if he does, I shall I shall find a way to get all of us together, and we shall we shall have a beer together and and talk music because. He's oh, a good guy. That's a great and, and idea. Yeah, that that would be be fantastic. Yeah, maybe we can all meet there in Hanover yeah. next year. Yeah, I think that I think that I I'm I'm always up for that. Yeah. So 
I would say the recommendation to listen to Ben's music concludes this month's yes. podcast. Yeah. And it's absolutely great yeah. note to finish on. Yeah. So it was a great month. It was great talking to you. I'm looking forward to a great yes. month with more music and talking to you again in June. Yeah. Yeah. We will see you in June. Thank you, Frank. Thank you very much. Thank you, Doug. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you, guys. It was, again, a lot of fun. Thank you, Ben. And keep on rocking. Ciao.